We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we stop all of the chatter and examine what makes a great score so damn good. Meaning, we put what James Harden is doing and what has been doing year over year in Houston into perspective. He cracks the code and figures out how to become the most unstoppable scorer of his era. Sure, there are critics and haters, but what he's doing is truly remarkable when you examine the layers of thought and preparation he puts into his game. He puts pressure on any and all defenders in doing what the all-time great scorers do. And for young players, following his blueprint, they have the model. We update and get into basketball this season so far in plenty of depth. And we also have something for Knicks fans who need to start looking in the mirror. It's a big-time edition of the No Chill Podcast. As always, get every episode as soon as they drop by subscribing on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to check out the No Chill channel on YouTube. Gil, it's No Chill time. Uh-huh. No Chill time on the Himalaya app. The place to get your podcast because Himalaya has designed an app with you in mind. It has a ton of cool features like curated, shareable playlists and collections made just for you along with personalized recommendations to help out with content discovery. And the best part is, it's super easy to use. Definitely our favorite podcast listening app, and we're sure it'll be yours too. So do yourself a favor, download the Himalaya app today, and be sure to follow the No Chill podcast when you get there. Okay. All right, Gil, so what we got to get into is this myth of boring basketball. So the confusion is when you see a good player on the free throw line, Mm -hmm. like James Harden, fans, because of the media, will say that's boring basketball. You don't want to see a scorer shoot free throws all game. Mm -hmm. So the myth is that. Let's break down what is actually happening. Is The reality is James is a volume scorer. So the reason he is getting to the line, he's putting the pressure on the defender, and it's working. Mm -hmm. I mean, every top scorer in NBA history – leads the league in free throws or averages a lot of free throws. I mean, there's there's really not a lot of top scores that didn't average at least nine to ten f- made free throws a game or, you know, attempted. So it's it's weird because it's just a narrative that, you know, that the media is pushing. You know, um, James has unlocked the cheat code. And the cheat code is Defense doesn't change, right? So however defense was taught, 
the method of it doesn't change. You know, you're below the free throw line. I'm going to push your baseline. If you're above the free throw line, you know, um, I'm going to play you even. You're in the middle of the court. I'm going to push you to your left hand. You know, don't allow the ball in the middle of the court. I mean, so with all that being said, I have, as an offensive player, I have the back of the book. I know every single answer to the questions of the test. So when you see someone like James Harden, who's averaging 38, you see someone like Kobe, Jordan, they've found a way to understand that I'm just going to design my skill around the rules of the NBA and human behavior. And that's what James Harden is doing. But you're not playing to draw a foul. You're playing to beat your defender. That's the bottom line. Now, it's your, at your advantage if I draw a foul on you because now use, you got to use your fouls to guard me. I don't put you in foul trouble. Either get you out, you know, get somebody else on me, and again, go at them. But your first priority is to what? Beat your defender. Not necessarily. Your first priority is to do what you do best. Like, I'm, if I'm playing against but Kobe. he's not playing to draw fouls. He's playing his style. He's playing his style. He's playing his style. You got to understand. Let's say you, there's, there's a smaller guy, right? Let's say Earl Boykins, right? If Earl Boykins pump fakes, do you think anyone is going to just jump straight up to block that shot? Don't need to. Or do you think they're going to try to smack his shit out the arena? Mm-hmm. So Earl Boykins learned that, wait a minute, no one ever just jumps straight up to block my shot. They want to try to embarrass me since I'm little. Right. So when I dribble around them and I pump fake, they're going to always jump out of position trying to, like, kill my shot. So I'm going to pump fake. They're going to get out of position. I'm going to go up and under. So he makes a knack off of understanding what the defense is going to do. It's a human human behavior. Mm-hmm. Is, is the key to what James Harden is doing. So it's like the cause and effect, right? So if it's Earl or James, I yank you with a pump fake. You jump into me, i It I'll depends on who foul. you are. No, like James no. Harden, you're going to jump straight up on James Harden because he's a big guy. Yeah. Earl Boykins, think about the logic. He's little. What do you try to do to little people? If you, Even if you're playing against a little yeah, you kid, try to wind up and you try to wind yeah. up and smack that shit. Yeah. So Earl Boykins learned how to score knowing what the human defensive player is going to try to do to him, right? Mm -hmm. So if I know they're going to wind up like this and try to smack, I know how to pump fake and go under knowing where his body is going to be. So with James Harden, he knows how to shake people, what that next person is going to do after he moves. So it's just like, you know, trying to throw the ball between somebody's legs. You have to set them up, shift them, throw it. You know, so that's all James Harden is doing. So what ends up happening is because he's so dominant at it, you stop liking it. You know, you stop liking that no one can stop it. See, so you're, you know, it's one of those things is because he can't be stopped, you call it boring. Like, I'm tired of seeing him score 30 and 40. I'm tired of Mayweather winning and winning and winning. That's exactly what it is. People get tired of consistency. Mm -hmm. No one likes consistency. He's not super flashy 
you know, that way. I mean, his thing is obviously the step back, you know, the, the ISO that he gets on you. So it, he gets you off balance with the, like the crossover back and forth, back mm -hmm. and forth, back and forth. Right. And then, but what he's doing, he's picking his spot. He's, he's it's, what he's, he's, doing he's creating got, timing. It's, 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 he's playing simple basketball. No one likes simple. Yeah, but not everybody can do that. No one likes simple. Everyone wants complicated things. I, I want to run 200 plays. I want to backdoor swing around and come off the double pick and do all this. And because he doesn't play that style, and it's just that you can't guard me. I'm going to take advantage of you can't guarding me. You know, you can't guard me. So why should I do all this back screen and rub screen and then running down and up screen and then back and posting up and flares Sounds tiring. No, no. Why should I do all of that when if I can get the ball and shake the shit out of you, can't do nothing about it? Like, why am I going to make it easier for you by running around? Then you deny me in this. Or when I can just get the ball, shake the shit out of you, score. You can't guard that. So why am I going to have to give you option two if no one is option option one? If Kobe could have got the ball on the left elbow and just shot a jump shot every time, why wouldn't he do it? You know, so the fact that no one can stop him, why should he change that method? You know, and it's just simple that, like, the offense itself is a stagnant offense for a team. You know, you don't, you're not running, you know, much of anything. You're just giving it to one guy, and he's doing what he does. Well, it's funny what you said about that, what you said is boring basketball or whatever, and what people want is – the, guy, the other guy that he has on the wing, Westbrook. People want to see that slasher, that attacker, that drive, you know, like People want to get up and different. down. They have that right there, but what we're seeing is James is more effective. No, everything is more effective. If you, but he's like the ultimate no, 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 most, what I'm most saying, effective there, player. There's nothing no different than John Stockton and Carmelo in pick and roll. Yeah. It gets boring doing yeah. it over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, but stop it. Nash, yeah. Nash and, and um, Amari's. You know, uh, pick and roll dunk or mm -hmm. three or whatever. You, you get bored, like yo, like yo. Can y'all do another play? And they're like, why? You can't stop it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> why? Why do I need to do another play if you can't stop this play? Oh, they're they're just gonna pass it down to Shag, and Shag is going pump, pump, and then dunk on everybody. That's just boring. Everyone gets bored of consistency. You know, like I guarantee you, if he scored five points, the whole arena applaud, sports center, yeah, James just stopped, everyone cheers and woo 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 woo. You know, but the fact that he hasn't been stopped, you try to you try to discount what he's doing. You know, and we've we seen it with Westbrook. The first year he averaged a triple double. It was amazing. The second year he does it, whoo. Third year he does it, we play like it was like two, two, and two. You know what I mean? So because he was so consistent at doing it, you try to find other reasons to not like his game. That's why I tell kids, like, listen, judge basketball for your mindset, not what that TV tells you. The TV's going to give you a whole narrative that doesn't make sense. Well, you sense. know, there's that expression that every every game tells a story. And there's always this story. It's like, we got to create something. LeBron's washed. So then yeah. we want to see LeBron not be washed. And the thing yeah. is, like, uh, can James and Russ That's coexist, right? They, they create they create drama. They're, they're, it's basketball and sports. The drama is inside. Need, that's what we need. We no, need the, the drama, drama is inside the game. Mm -hmm. You don't need to create the drama mm -hmm. outside the mm -hmm. game. And that's, that's the problem. That's why players have now shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. They've shut up to the media. 
Have you noticed you don't see players anymore? When was the last time you seen a basketball player out in the public like that? No. In a, in a, in a world where media runs this world, you don't see these guys anymore because these guys said, you know what? Well, I think when you see them is on their own terms on Instagram or whatever yeah, but that. On, when, or, when have you seen them? In, when when have somebody stuck a, a camera in a basketball player's face? When was the last time you seen Kawhi Leonard? What does Kawhi Leonard got a girlfriend? Or uh, he, he's, what, he's, he's a, a family man. He's what I'm saying? Okay, uh, Kyrie, Durant. I mean, the times that you see guys, like they're either <laughs> like, in a club or they yeah, see a but kid. Like you I'm saw saying. LeBron, saw two kids on the street stop for a photo. Yeah, but that, that's cool. But, but what, what the media does now, or what has changed is there's limited access. When you see him, is it after a shoot-around, no, 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 they you, do a no, press it's, conference it's limited access because you, the players limited themselves. Yeah. Because if every story you write about me is negative and you're trying to create drama, I'm going to cut myself off from you. And that's what the players has done. I'm going to cut myself off from you. You're not going to see me. I'm going to write my own narrative. Mm-hmm. See, so you're creating all this fake drama with, with outside the, the lines when the, when the game is what's important, the game. Like, you're, you're trying to discredit talent. So when people say, hey, the, the NBA is getting too soft. The NBA, like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you guys talking about? Are you guys taking away evolution of players? Are you taking away you're like you're you're really trying to discredit hard fucking work? That's what we're discrediting. We're discrediting hard work. See, we want to be stuck with the Michael Jordans and the Magic Johnsons and this people. We look at Michael, get to the gym three hours before. Okay, the next generation, four hours before. The next generation, six hours before. Oh, Kobe, Kobe comes back. You know, Kobe, you know, does two a days from, you know, six in the morning and at night. Okay, yay. The next generation hears those stories. Now they want to add their little twist to it. So now James Harden scores 60. What does he do? Goes back into the same arena, shoots another 400 makes. So when this creation pushes himself on a court and you can't stop him. There's a reason you can't stop him. He has elevated the work ethic, which means he has elevated his skill. So when you look at a defense that hasn't changed since 1950, whenever, and you're looking at a player in 2019, make defense irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Like a D it was irrelevant when I was playing. Bruce Bowen, Kobe, um, Tony Allen. You're no good if your team is not helping you. As a one-on-one player, you're not going to stop me one-on-one. I already know what you have to do. You can only push me a certain way. You're, for, from that point, you need help. So I'm going to take away your help, put you in the middle of the floor where you are on the island by yourself. Now let's play basketball. So back then... I learned that. I studied that. So eventually other players will learn, wait a minute, they can't guard me. I just got to stay away from this zone, this zone, this zone. You know, if if James Harden, if I throw the ball and I come off a down screen, that player's going to jump out and deny me. Why am I going to put myself in that situation? 
So now you have the defense, and all these guys are just fine-tuning their skills. You know, we play park league. Now these kids have individual trainers, right? It is not individual trainers to high school type of basketball. You have trainers teaching NBA skill. But they're not preparing you for it. And and this is another offensive principle. Different defenders that you're going to see. Bigger defender, shorter, quicker, hyper-athlete. Tall and slow, and it's just like how do you, if you have a seven footer on you, you're not really getting trained for that seven footer, right? They might have a guy in the gym, or they might do a thing with the broom or whatever, but that, to recognize that scenario where it's a mismatch, right? You le- so you, if you, you got le- Shaq switching you on you, play- you learn it just playing, right? But you got to remember that's the best teacher. If my first trainer, like trainer, comes when I'm in the NBA, and then he excels my talent, then these kids are getting it. At eight, nine, ten now. Right, they're way better. Way more so they're prepared. way better and way prepared. Mm-hmm. So that like it's not that the talent is not that the the game is getting weaker. The the kids are just better. They're just better. They're just yeah. fucking better. So I, the high but, school kids but, but are better than we were. The junior high kids are better than we were at that age. Yeah, just, what they're better at is they're more prepared with skill. They they have more skill. Yeah. They, they might not be game experience, but skill-wise, mm-hmm. they're better. Like, my son at that age, mm-hmm. better than me. Mm-hmm. My younger son, eight, year, eight years old, way better than me. But he gets training. He trains. He studies. He, he does all of that. He has AAU every weekend. But how do you make sure he plays as many games as you did? That's the thing. That was, like, kind of the freakish preparation that you had he got he has real live games against his age like it that's what i'm saying it's beyond aau beyond it they they play every weekend but you played every day every day yeah so that that's the thing is you can work out with a trainer five days a week and play two days a week but yeah but that's what i'm saying is it better to play five days a week and work with the trainer two days it 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 just work on your skill but it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a balance Mm mm-hmm you know, we didn't have trainers, so we played five days a week. So we didn't have ze- we had zero training. We're yeah, just was, thro- we're just thrown in the pool and say swim. But you did develop your individual skill, like that personal time of just on I the court earned, by yourself. I, you know, I looked. Yeah, I had to look at fucking um, back then. It was uh, VHS tapes. Yeah. Uh, NBA NBA like, jam, jam session. Jam session. Yeah. yeah you know, so I'm taking highlights from yeah. those and then working and putting. But them you in would moves. go to the like in this can still happen kids go to the park or the gym or whatever in the morning and you know the runs are at night or whatever uh-huh. so in the morning i'm gonna get my shots up. i'm gonna try this crossover yeah yeah saw. but i mean how many shots you really getting up by yourself no rebounder just you mm-hmm. not none better than none. i mean but i'm 200 is better than zero yeah yeah 200 and it took you four five hours because you're by yourself you got a rebound and this and this when these kids in that same four oh, hours is getting a thousand two thousand yeah. makes up with a train and that's what i'm saying their their talent is being Fast forward it way yeah, faster. If you don't have a it. trainer, work out with a friend or team. But just think, think about what I'm saying. You see Kobe, and we call him the greatest. We mm-hmm. see Michael Jordan. Now you see a James Harden, who, who, if you had the media vote, they wouldn't even put this man in the top ten. Well, that's what I want to get into. And the so thing if you about, don't put him in the top ten, and he is literally uh, he would put top ten. You're li- he's literally destroying the NBA, and he's letting it's it's a mockery that you can't guard him. Mm-hmm. 
But you can't guard him because he trains like a fucking animal. I, w- I don't even say it's a mockery. He's just great. It's just greatness, and he can't be stopped, you know? And I think the thing about him to appreciate is what you talked about, like, people are, or the narrative is that you're not, like, satisfied or you don't appreciate greatness. And if you look at his numbers, right, since he's been in Houston, his scoring, his production has gone up every year. 25, 25, 27, 29, 29, 30. 36, 38 this season. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what else he has to do from a scoring standpoint. Nothing, right? And then also, like, what he he did, I think the knock on him was, like, maybe doesn't get teammates involved enough or, you know, facilitate enough. 2017 averages 11 assists. If you're scoring 30 points a game and you're averaging 8 or 7 assists, that's, a, that's a hell of a lot of there's offense a, to account for. There's a miss. There's a misconception of ball hogging, right? It's 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 so stupid because it's a it's 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 the dumbest thing I've ever heard, right? We'll take somebody like Westbrook and James Harden, right? We'll take them, and we'll take somebody like uh, Zoe. We'll take Zoe, and we'll take like a Rubio, right? Two non-scoring guards pass first guys right then you have two guys who are scores first how come the scores average more assist than the guys who's making a hundred passes a game because these two are so non-aggressive they don't they're not creating any offense because they're not creating any offense no one's getting easy baskets see if james harden and Westbrook are attacking so much, that means the defense collapse every single time. So that means now when I pass it to the corner, because there's four people in the defense touching the paint, and I pass it, now P.J. Tucker's open by himself. That means P.J. Tucker playing with Zoe, don't got to get the ball. Now he got to dribble and do all. No, no, no. Because I'm playing, I'm going to pass you the ball. You shoot a wide open three. Now your percentage is going to go up. You know, and that's the, the more aggressive you are, the more assists you can average because everyone's focused on you. And yeah, you're drawing doubles yeah. at a minimum, mm-hmm. if not triples or whatever. But I and I think that's it. That's where his numbers went up was give me teammates that, that can knock down shots. Yes, and I mean, like a very easy solution, Clint Capella. So when I drive and they collapse on me or the big comes to me, lob it. Yeah, that's easy finish for him. Like people like people look at Steve Nash. And say, oh yeah, yeah, you know, he didn't shoot that much. He averaged no, no, no. Steve Nash put so much pressure on a defense when he came off the pick and roll because he was an amazing shooter. You had to focus on him. Like you couldn't let Steve Nash in the paint just going under. No, you you had to stop him. So because Steve Nash was trying to get to the paint like he was trying to score, you had to collapse. And then now all these guys are getting all these wide shots, wide dunks, is because he mm-hmm. created that illusion that he was coming in there trying to score all the time. Right. Okay. So for a guy that is a facilitator like Steve Nash, Rubio, Zoe, there's the other guys like Dame, like Kyrie, that are also ball dominant, mm-hmm. can create their own shot, but they it's on them to set up for teammates. And I think, I mean, I think Dame or Kemba is another good one. They have to pick their spots, right? That that's the only the the, Listen, the difficult thing is when do I look for my shot? Okay, when do I okay. set up a teammate? And there's another misconception. 
getting teammates better. That is the dumbest <laughs> yeah. shit I've ever It should be good already, heard. right? Like, it's, it's, it's just something so stupid. Like, it just, I just never under, understood the concept of getting someone better. How am I going to get someone better if that motherfucker's not, not training? Good. Yeah. Like, if he's not training six, seven hours a day, what am I going to do on a court? That can possibly get him better. Oh, you mean pass it? Mm. Okay, so if I have uh, what is it, Robeson? Mm. What is, is it? Yeah. so? You're saying if I drive and pass Robeson the ball twenty times, he's gonna average twenty? Fuck no. And probably not. <laughs> no, he's not gonna average twenty because I pass him the ball twenty times. Because if he's not practicing his shot, all those passes I'm making are dumb. They're dumb. That's not what he's gonna. He, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, the it's, phrase it's, the phrase is wrong. It's not making my teammates better. It's get them involved, but they gotta be able to score. Gotta, they gotta be able to finish. Hey, listen, listen, listen. If you're a Honda, the only way you can change your fucking car is to upgrade it your fucking self. Mm -hmm. So when we decide to go on a race to go against some other cars, I don't have a Honda with me. Turn it into a Benz one summer. Okay, turn it into, oh, oh you got a, a Viper. Okay, okay, you came back with a Ferrari. Now you got a Lambo. Yeah, now we can we can play ball. Mm -hmm. But to tell me, oh, hey, Kobe, get Smush Park involved. Get, get Chris Mims, yeah. Woo-hoo. What? what? The you know what? He the, averaged two last year. Yeah, he wouldn't well, do I don't, that. He averaged two last yeah. year. What is he going to do? Average twenty six this year because I'm going to take five less shots. Mm -hmm. I take five less shots. We're down forty. That's that's just that's just how it is. Like people like when Kevin Durant left OKC and went to Golden State. Did Steph Curry make him better? No. He's did he, <laughs> did he make Curry better? No. Great players were on the same court. And they play together. Yeah, that, the challenge That's wasn't it. for them to make each other <laughs> better. better. Like it was play. them for just, shining their in their spot. It's just My great spot, players spot, playing together. That's all it was. Great players playing together. Mm -hmm. They didn't make each other better. You cannot make a bad player better. Mm -mm. All he does is he works on his game and adds value to the game. And that's what people don't know. They try to make the concept seem like, okay, he's a non-all-star. I'm averaging 39. If I average 30, I give up nine points, someone is going to get those nine points. Uh, if they're not capable of getting those nine points, then they're not capable of getting those nine points. That's just how that works. That, that's you, you, you just can't. You're taking away nine points. That means I got to be less aggressive. Now, if my less aggressiveness is sense. We're in trouble. So when someone says, hey, Westbrook, don't average 30, 11, and 11. Average like 25, 6, and 5. Oh, so don't play hard. Just play. So don't go 100. Go like mm -hmm. 75. And that means I go 75. And then what? Someone's going to say, oh, my God, Russell's not going 100. Let me now take over some but of his percentage. Not, he's not downshifting that way. He's like what he does. He could play. 48 minutes at the end of the game. Oh, I got a triple double. He's not thinking. I mean, I know, somebody might tell him, but we, we have 10 But that's what I'm saying. The way media makes it yeah. sound, you're making it, you're telling the kids, hey, we, we need you to play team ball. So don't go hard. Don't, don't, 
be Superman. You know, just let somebody else get a chance to be Superman. Like, oh, oh, okay. I I just thought y'all wanted me to kill everybody out here, but I mean, I'll save a couple villains for you. Uh, who, who who's behind? Oh, him? Okay. I'll save a couple villains for him, and, and then he can come on and get him 10, 15 kills, I guess. I don't know what what this... I don't know how you want me to do this. And that's really how, like, yo, I want... Give me your Westbrooks, you know? <laughs> give, give me everybody who wants to play 100. Because you can't teach 100. So if we're going to look at James Harden and say, hey, James, look, listen... I know you're unstoppable. You've proved it. Ah, I just don't need you to be unstoppable all the time. Well, I was going to say the other <laughs> thing I looked at were his field goal attempts. Mm -hmm. And we, <laughs> when you're at, he averages about like, this season 24. Mm -hmm. But for his career, he's at 16, I think, in the first few years in Oklahoma. Those are a different number. But, uh, you know, he, he, a, a good number for him is probably like 20 attempts a game, 20, 22 a game. High, how many is that right now? But uh, 24. Then so, that's his so 20, attempts. Okay, but I'm saying what he wouldn't do, if you look at career average, he should be about like 20. Um, I'm throwing out the mm -hmm. first couple years in Oklahoma when he's coming mm -hmm. off the bench. You wouldn't tell him to take less shots. No. And that, like, like, even if you looked at guys like high, high attempt, uh, all-time great scores, Jordan, Iverson, Kobe. Shaq. Like, you don't take the fangs off the dog. You can't. And that's why, and that's why I said, you know, like, watch the TV – Without the value on, you have a better love for the game. You would appreciate it better. You will enjoy it better. Um, it's that's just what it is. Like you can look at a narrative, and then you watching a game, and then someone's dictating what they want you to believe, and then you believe it. So what ends up happening is you you sit this false this false narrative of how basketball should be played from some guys who who never played, some older guys that played in the 80s when though where rules were different. So how can how can you tell us how to play basketball and how this game should be played if the rules are different? The it's, rules are not the same as when you played. It right. has been elevated due to more talent. And I, I'm going to say it's not just rules. It's something else. It's a cliffhanger because we got to take a break. We have to talk about our friends at Bespoke Post. This winter, start a new monthly routine that will upgrade your life and style with a box of awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. So whether you're looking to craft your own hard cider to keep warm or toast a perfectly aged winter cocktail, the Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cookware tools, and outdoor gear, the Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help give them feedback and pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over 70 bucks worth of gear inside. So, for our fans, we got this. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the promo code. No chill. No chill at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. Code no chill. 
for 20% off your first box. That's a great holiday gift mm -hmm. idea. Yes. Have you, have you been shopping yet? No, not yet. You shop online, I'm sure. I do a little bit. A little mall stuff, too. <laughs> um, speaking of holidays, and also, like, as the current fashion expert here, um, we can make people look good, if you're ready for that. Okay, you wear a hat, because I said you rarely wear hats, too, mm -hmm. today. But you got the mom's Yeah, I know. Something like, uh, was this accurate, that you were the first hat that was purchased at yeah, this Mamba This is the first Mamba, this right here, this thing. Uh, right how, do you, how do you know that? How do you know they, they don't said. tell that to everybody? Uh, they said, uh, we just got it in yesterday. You're the first person to buy it. <laughs> okay, no. no. Actually, I believe that. Um, but I also believe that Indochino is the way to go to make you look good. Indochino was founded on the belief that you don't have to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. And for you, it can make anybody look good. But for you, are you a suit guy? Yeah. Like, like, how often do you wear suits? Now? Yeah. Not often. A special occasion? No. New Year's. New Year's? Yeah. Why would I wear a suit on New Year's? I don't know. <laughs> go out, go out to dinner, <laughs> get <right>. suited. <laughs> no. I'm trying to think of the right occasion at this point. Like, uh, business meetings, important you stuff. You don't wear dates. I, I've seen, okay, dates. Yeah. Suits on, all right, yeah. there we go. All right. Well, Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more, and everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. You get to personalize all the details, including your lapel, Lining in your own monogram. They have hundreds of suit options for all occasions, including work, formal events, and even your own wedding. I'm not ready for that one. <laughs> but, uh, the best part is they're all affordable. Almost all of their custom clothing is under 400 bucks. The process is simple. Choose your own fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get a measured and designed suit to fit your nearest uh, to fit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at indochino.com. Start your style upgrade now with 30 bucks off your total purchase of $399 or more at indochino.com when entering no There it is at checkout. Plus shipping is free. That's indochino.com with the promo code no chill. No chill for 30 bucks off your total purchase of $399 or more. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit, especially on date night. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's pick it back up. I had a, a theory that, you know, you said that the rules are different. Mm -hmm. But also there's evolution in basketball. Mm -hmm. So the skill is there. That wasn't there back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I think that anybody... You know, even at your at this point now, like the game is different for guys entering the league than it when it was. Yeah, two thousand three, and, and, and that's why that's why when players from back in the day ramble about, <laughs> yeah, I can I can stop them. Like, dog, shut up, bro. You you drunk beer all night, and you came into the games. Y'all did some lifting in the morning, and then you did this like. Yo, you're not stopping someone who's putting eight hours of offense in. I Sorry. I still drink beer at night. But. No, but you're not putting, like, you're not, like, I'm putting eight hours mm -hmm. of, eight hours of skill work in. Mm -hmm. You're not stopping me. I don't care what your rank, what, I don't give a shit what it says. You can be 20 time all defense of this and block. I don't give a shit about none of that. Because the players you were playing against didn't put eight hours of fucking skill in to beat you. We are. We're putting eight hours in to beat you. You know what I mean? Like Kawhi Leonard, like I, I 
I'm I'm putting eight hours in watching his film, watching his mannerism, seeing what he does naturally, and I'm working eight hours against it. If he's the best defender, I'm working eight hours against it. Clay Thompson is is if Clay um Clay mm-hmm. Thompson is a. the Thompson. best <laughs> if, if if he's familiar the, with the name if he's the best defender. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch his games, watch his tapes, watch how he guarded me, and then I'm going to work the whole summer on him and how he played me. So next time we see each other, yeah, you, you have no chance here. Because mm-hmm. I, I know one thing. You're not working eight hours on how to play defense in the summer. You're not. <laughs> You're not you're not sitting there doing line drills up and down the street. You're not doing that. Yeah, and as a do you need, really need line drills? Yeah, so, so, so I mean, you're you're you, really what's important. You take care of your body. You watch film. Yeah, to you be watch a great fi- defender. So, so now think about it. If that's how you are practicing your defense, hard work, mental, and film. How are you ever gonna catch up to the offense if they're actually working on? A thousand? Are you working on a thousand jumps a day? Like, oh, I need to block it out. Hope. I mean, like a guy, Tony, Tony Allen. You brought up him. Yeah. A damn good defender. Cool. I don't know that he was gonna look at you or Kobe or whatever and be like, I'm gonna just shut him down. He was looking at what he could take because that's speaking of media narratives. They're like, you know, oh, Tony, Tony Allen, Kobe stopper, mm-hmm. right? He wasn't thinking I'm just gonna blanket him and Kobe's gonna have zero points. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, looking at I'm gonna look at what I can take. You're gonna, away you, from what do you do? You as a defender, you're trying to just make it harder for that guy. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, that's, tendencies. That's, that yeah, that's he, all yeah. it is. And if you shut somebody down, you shut them down. But, but the reality is that the offense has the advantage because that offense is training offense. You know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure if you watch Patrick Beverly in the summer playing basketball. In training, and he's a defensive player. He's not practicing picking somebody up full court, no. hounding them, doing all these moves and all these defensive stuff, cutting off the bit. He ain't doing that in the summer. So when he comes in there, he's just playing off of instinct. Today's game, playing off of instinct gets your ass busted. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what it's doing, getting your ass busted. You know, so... There's really nothing you can do. So when you have a player like James Harden that's sitting at the free throw line all day, is he learned that, hey, if I dribble sidestep, you have to catch up. Mm -hmm. So when you catch up by pump fake, you're going to jump. I'm going to jump into you. Foul. I'm going to go to the lane. Defensively, this is how you play defense. You have your hand here. I'm going to push the ball up. Because mm-hmm. most guys want to reach. Mm-hmm. Once you get to that paint, what do guards want to do? Reach. Mm-hmm. I know you're a reacher. All right? So what I'm going to do is show you the ball. Let you reach for it. I'm strong enough to pull it out. Mm-hmm. Now, once I reach up, a rep, you see this hand, let's go. You know, okay, JaVale McGee, you're a shot blocker. So when I drive off, I come off that pick and roll, you're going to open up the whole lane to make it look like I can, I have it. Mm-hmm. So you can come and swap that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to drive. As soon as you open up, I'm going to cut you off. Pump fake, you jump. Let's go, free throw line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, it's tie game. Or, hey, we're, you're up two. 15 seconds left. Your coach done told you this, the dumbest thing he can tell you against a player like me. And what he said was, 
what every coach would say. No threes. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. No threes. Mm-hmm. What you just did was you just gave him a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You just gave him two cups of coffee. Now you got a guy like Patrick Beverly who's going to flinch and jump at anything that looks like a three. So three, two, one. He's jumping. Mm-hmm. Pump fake. Thank you, three free throws. All because, coach, mm-hmm. you didn't power them up because you don't know the cheat code. And a cheat code is human behavior. You know what I mean? That's probably the most important thing to say. And, and, then, and then when it comes to human behavior, you got to remember, the average 38 to average 30 to get, be a free throw juggernaut, there's another element that no one pays attention to. It's referees, right? The referee... As a player, I personally said their names. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that, hey, ref, what the fuck you doing? Uh, hey, ref, make a call. No. He knows my name, so I need to know his name. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to know his name. So I'm like, yo, Tony, what's going on? Like, yo, he's hanging all on me. You know, hey, if you were like, yo, just play ball. Stop crying. Well, then call the call so I stop crying. Like, how about that? You, you make the call, I can stop crying. Like, this ain't 1985, bro. Like, yo, make some calls around here. No hand checking. This is a hand check. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so, you know, you, you you figure out who does what. See, I think we we sit here and think the referees all had the same brains. When no, they, they're humans. They're, they're humans. All they all are different. So if they're all different, you had to you have to treat them all differently. Because they're gonna see something differently. They're gonna make different calls. So what ends up happening is you just try to figure out who does what, who's quicker with the trigger, who likes the old style basketball, who is, you know, who you can't talk to, who gives you more leeway, you know, who likes and ones, who likes that. Like you have to figure this out. But do you point that out to them? Is it too late in game? Pointing out pregame? Pre-game what? Like, hey, um, when I when, when I'm gonna when I'm gonna go at Javale, and I pump him and, he, and he's gonna bite for it, like I'm just like tell him what you're gonna tell, tell the refs what you're gonna do. What do you tell the refs for? Mm, I don't that's, know. That's, no, like no. put put it in there. Like, if I'm gonna tell the refs, it's like little things like, hey ref, hey uh, Tony, they got um they got a foul to give, bro. Mm-hmm. So I just heard him say foul. I'm gonna shoot a three. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, le- I'm letting you know I'm shooting the three because I know if he's trying to file, I'm going to be in an attempt to shoot the three to penalize but him you, for being I'm, stupid. I guess, yeah, that's situational scenario stuff. I'm talking about like... No, say, that's, when, say, you, that's but, when you tell a ref, you pre-ref, you pre... pre but that's pre-play. Yes, yeah, a pre-play. I'm talking about like if you know that... I got Pat Bev on me tonight. He's gonna ride me. He's gonna drive his his knee into the back of my leg. And no, like you dirty do, shit. No, you, you say it when you when it's happening. Isn't that too late? No. What are you gonna do? Sound like a little girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Look, Patrick Bev plays too hard, man. He goes, well, come on. Like, nobody want to hear that shit. Mm. You just play. You mm-hmm. just play basketball. But yeah, I just you try gotta to remember out, you like, all, when you, when all, you work them. You work them during the game. You've worked them your whole career. Right. But is there a way to put that in their brain? They already, the know, you gotta, they already know you, so if that's what you're doing, if they already know. Okay, he's a whiner. He's going to whine, so do not pay attention to him. Oh, Chris Paul. I can tell you right now, 
well, when Chris Paul get angry, he's going to try to foul so he can try to talk to us. Mm -hmm. So if I don't want to talk to Chris Paul, when I miss that call and he gets the foul, I'm just going to walk on the other side of the court. I already know what he's going to do. Now, if I want to listen to what Chris Paul say, I'll stand right next well, to him. Well, you saw the um, – I mean, I saw the play. They played uh, Portland, and he got he, – he, like, pointed out Melo, like, delayed game attack, and they yeah. gave it to him. Yeah. He is effective. But He's as one of the guys that I think he works the rest is, the best. It's understanding the game. There's mm -hmm. a game within the game. Mm -hmm. You know, you just don't like the great ones just don't go out and play the game. Mm -mm. They play in the game. They mm -hmm. are the game. Mm -hmm. Every part of it. Mm -hmm. I know Joey Crawford. I'm watching him. How's he how's his mood today? Is he quick with the whistle? Is he is he is he is he is he in one of those Joey Crawford I ain't you say something to me, I'm giving you a tech, Joy Crawford, or can I say some words to him, mm -hmm. Joy Crawford? You you have to understand it. Just like they, they're reading us, you have to read them. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, Steve Jabby, hey, you know, hey, he ain't going to tolerate a lot of stuff, so you have to be careful. You know, anything, it's, it's a human. So I know the human behavior, if I know you're fucking up, and I want to let you know you're fucking up without being penalized. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my shirt over my mouth and I'm going to let you have it. Because as long as I'm not showing you up, you don't get offended. Mm -hmm. So when I put this shirt over my mouth, I can say anything I mm -hmm. want to and the ref won't be offended. He won't take it personal. But you wouldn't like call him by his name or call him out of his name, you know, kind of thing. Like Sh what? When the, when that, when the yeah. mouth, Still do. when I cover the mouth, you getting called you all kind of assholes and biatches and all that. You, you, can, you would do that for real. When you put the thing over the mouth, yeah. anything goes. Okay. You're going to say whatever... <laughs> comes to your brain there's no political correctness mm -hmm. at that point like when you see that just know that rep is being called whatever mm -hmm. name under the book mm -hmm. whatever you can think of is being called that's why you do it mm -hmm. but see refs don't like to be shown up so when you sitting there yelling across the court ain't doing all this you making them look bad you know it's just like you if you do that shit in the street yeah like, nobody yo, wants damn, to be clowned like yo we just having a fucking conversation here what you getting all loud for you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I'm about to pop. You shut the, you know, it's, that's how it is the same thing. So you have to understand that. Like, you know, so I, I you know, you tell refs like, hey, you know, my bad about that early. I was, you know, I was, I was in one of those, you know, girlfriend <laughs> fucking with me. You know, just, I'm just having a bad, I'm just having it's, a bad game. It's not you. You know, I mean, it's, it's not you. It's me. I'm just having a bad game and I'm trying to find a reason to get kicked out this one. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you, you know, you just, you, you have to understand how to manipulate, a, you know, manipulate. Ref, so somebody like James Harden at the free throw line, he has gained the respect of the referees mm -hmm. to get those calls. Got to remember, if a ref don't like you because you're an asshole, trust me, you ain't getting nothing. Mm -hmm. You ain't getting you ain't getting nothing. But the fact that he don't really say much, somebody like Kawhi Leonard, like because Kawhi Leonard don't say much, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt on ninety five percent of the plays. So if he's holding you and grabbing you. We call a foul. He raises his hand. You know, he don't really give you no talk back. So those, you know, just like, hey, you have your favorites. If you was refereeing your favorite, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt. That's just. But it's also like that's kind of a, a, a old school gym mentality is I don't really call. I, if, if you're playing with that dude that calls fouls all the time, 
you know, you know, man, we don't believe you anymore. Mm-hmm. But if I call on selective plays and he never really says anything, I actually believe him this time because he never he never calls fouls. Yeah, yeah. So but, I, you if, know, if I'm if a ref, he never says anything to me. So yeah. when Kawhi says something, he's then, probably right. Yeah, he's probably and and that's how and, and that's how you that's how you look at it. Like mm-hmm. you know, Kawhi's I've been reffing Kawhi for five years. He ain't never said a word to me. Mm-hmm. So if he say, "Yo, hey, you know, the guy's holding me," that ref is really gonna look into that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just one of those it's just one of those things. But as a player, and you're trying to be great, you have to know just like golf. Mm-hmm. You got to know the winds. Mm-hmm. You got to know the green, the way it's like how it was cut. You know the sun. How the how does it? You know how does the grass stick up when the sun is on this side versus when the sun is on that side? Mm-hmm. Like you have to know every part of the element to no, be no, successful. No defense in golf. I know, but I'm just saying. But as a, you, 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 but as a golf, you you have to really understand. Yeah, no, and I, how and I everything is working as one. That comes with what preparation. Preparation. So knowing knowing your opponent, and, that, and that's what films, it is. Scouting reports. You know, it's like the coaches prepare you for it, but they're not the one in between those lines. Like you got to know how defenders. Yeah, they, they, they can remind you. Yeah, they can remind you of what? Oh, this guy likes to go laugh. <laughs> oh, this guy does. This. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, he's going left. Obviously. Obviously, he's left-handed, mm-hmm. and you think your little scouting report is gonna change what? Like, what? Like, you don't think the for the last three years we tried to stop this motherfucker going yeah, left? Yeah, like, yeah. what are we talking about? You don't think for the last four years the step back has not been stopped? Oh, you know, like, the coach coach has to do their job, but you know the no, thing. No, no, too- no, they're not doing their job. They're just, but you, you just, you just, you just collecting the check, pretending that you know what it takes to be a basketball coach. No. Understanding every element to be a basketball coach, mm-hmm. just like I just told you, I can get three free throws because a dumb coach, which is all of them, mm-hmm. will say no threes, and a smart player will say, "Okay, pump fake, dummy." Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, two for one, like you, like you guys are so dinosaur that you guys just don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know nothing. It's just. It just it just it just makes me laugh. And, and I think that was the thing that I appreciate the most about James. Is I don't know that casual fans necessarily know this, but like he has a move, then he has a, crown, a counter, then he has a counter to that counter, mm-hmm. and it's layers to that move too, right? But and that's what he's actually working on. It looks natural and fluid to him, but he's thinking like, all right, if I go left and I want to get back, you know, bring him back to the right to get back to my left again. If he takes that away, okay, maybe he's now he's leaning forward. I could just go right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying. You're, that is all prepared. See, and, and we and talked about, uh, I'll let you get to it, but um, we saw him at UCLA this summer. And mm-hmm. I went to some other runs uh, after that, and I saw him play. And he's, yeah, he's not drawing fouls. No, no it's, it's not, not, not that fouls. kind of game. He's not, but he, what he's doing is he's measuring the defense. He's right? just learning. You're just learning. you got to remember. Add into his computer. There's, there's two type of games. There's my summer game, and then there's my NBA games with rules. See, there's rules here. So I need to manipulate these rules to be successful. Just like anything in a business. You're trying to find the loopholes in the system. So I know the casual fan, not casual, all fans are trying to figure out, hey, why don't they call travel? Here's why. Basketball calls are not black and white like you see in junior high and high school. What ends up happening is this. 
you take James Harden move, right? The step back or the double step back. You take it. You calculate how many times when you get the soda, how many times is he traveling versus how many times he's doing it correctly. So you come out with an output of 70% he's doing it correctly, 30% he's traveling. Shit, I can't make that call blind. So what ends up happening is, unless it is an official travel that I can catch in real time, like real time, like if I had to say, was that the travel or was it? Because it's real time happening. He's, mm-hmm. he's, so what ends up happening is you just don't call nothing. They don't. Remember that you see LeBron the other night walked in? Like yeah, I'm going to get to that one. Yeah. So what ends up happening is now you throw in the other element. The element is this. James Harden is moving away from the rim. So now he's moving away from the rim. He is at a disadvantage moving away when it comes to theory. Instead of moving towards the rim, he's moving away. So I take 30% travel plus the fact that he's moving away. It's a live play. Now I'm not going to be the guy to stop him. That's your job. You're getting paid millions to stop him. You know where he's going. Stop him. I'm not going to sit here and blow the whistle for you. I'm not going to sit here and bail you out as a defender because you can't guard him. That's why, for the most part, when he travels versus when he doesn't travel, it doesn't get called because he's not gaining an advantage. That's the key word to calls. Did he gain an advantage on this move? He's not gaining an advantage if he's moving backwards. So we take LeBron's carry, double dribble, whatever it was. Travel. Travel. You take it. He dribbles. He holds it. He's calling everything. Then he dribbles again. You don't call it because why was it called? What well, no, no. What I mean, caused it? Nothing. He picked the ball up and walked with it. What I'm saying? What caused it again? Nothing. What was the advantage? Nothing. You're sitting there with your hands on your hip playing defense. You're not even, you, you, the guy's standing upright, he travels, and you're yelling, travel, travel. What the fuck are you doing? You ain't even do nothing. It's not like, yeah, but it's you, not like you're picking me up and I, and you, you, you force me over, right? You force this carry. But, he didn't have to do anything, and they could have called it, and then the possession goes to the other team. Then Again. That's, that's the rule. Why am I bailing you out for with your hands on your hips? You're sitting there with your hands on the hip doing nothing. Why am I? You, you're not in a defense. At least put a defensive stance in and, and, and jump at it. Now, if you jump at it, mm-hmm. like, oh, he caused he that. It. Yeah. But you're not doing nothing. You're just sitting there waiting for LeBron to come past half court, and then he relapses. And then he dribbles then, and then, oh, travel, travel. Like, oh, no, I'm not calling that. Mm-hmm. Same thing on the fast break. You turn the ball over, your ass is walking back, and they throw it, and he takes three, four steps. Mm-hmm. You know, he grabs it, he takes the what's-the-name, boom, 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 we sit all the time. And you yelling, travel! Yo, dude, you're not even past half court, bro. Yeah, Shut the fuck you, up. You didn't defend him. <laughs> you're not even past half court. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up and go run down there and take the ball out. You want me to blow? You want me to play deep? That's what I said. You want me to play defense for you. You want me to stop the play that you're not even hustling back on. No, I'm not doing it. And that's why when you see plays like that, like I remember a play, um, it was James Harden versus um, Smart. 
right? Mm-hmm. James Harden, you know, like uh, smart is all over him. James Harden, you know, try to give him a shove, mm-hmm. boom, you know, foul blown, boop, you know, doing it again. So they're going back and forth. And then the reason there's no calls or when James Harden's pushing off because there's no advantage, right? So smart is fouling him, holding him, you know, you know, what ends up happening is when James pushes off, Smart falls. Flops. He flops. There's an advantage now. The advantage is James has a five on four now. Mm-hmm. So I let you get away with the first two. I can't let you get away with three because now he forced me to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So by Smart flopping, he is forcing me to make a decision. Now I got to call this. Derp. Just like when you drive in and you get fouled and you miss it. And it's now they call a foul. And I'm like, what happened? What, what's going on? Well, you slapped the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. I was letting him play it. But since he missed it, I'm giving him two free throws for the foul. And I thought he was strong enough to move through it. And I didn't want to just give it a, a and one, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what ends up happening. It's, it's judgment. It's judgment gray area calls. It's not a black and white call. It's a gray area game where you have more leeway than just normal. Like if I come in and, and not me, but personally, like let's say someone is outside the circle and someone like Zach Levine dunks on him. In theory, charge. He's outside the circle, contact, fall, charge. Mm-hmm. Established position, feet were yes. Yeah. NBA, dunk is made, no call. Dunk is missed, charge. See, so you, you see the difference? Mm-hmm. If he makes it, then he's not out of control. Right. Let him play. <laughs> he's not out of control. I'm not going to penalize mm-hmm. this guy for being in the right position, but I'm not going to penalize the guy for being under control technically for making that dunk. Now, if he misses this dunk, I'm going to reward the defense and give you the, 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 the charge foul. You know, so there's... Well, uh, <laughs> if he dunked on him and he fell, he just got posterized. Really? Yeah, you got posterized, but what I'm saying is... They might still give him the, the, the blocking foul. No, they not give gonna, him the and you're, one. You're not going to give the and... You're not going to give the and one because the defense is in the right position. Just this athlete was just gifted enough to yeah, continue Yeah, no, that's what I'm dunk. saying. You would say So that, you're not going to give an and one. You're just going to give it a no call. I was going to say they wouldn't get... Yeah, like you said, they wouldn't give him a charge. No, the charge, is, still the charge is only when you're missed. When right, you miss right, a dunk, right, right. that means you're not in control. When you dunk a dunk, that was supposed to have been a charge, mm-hmm. like in college, mm-hmm. kids get dunked on, yeah. and those refs still blow charges. Mm-hmm. Charging is means you're out of control. Mm-hmm. So the fact that a player dunks it, he's still in control. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is the that, you know. So when you get to the next level, the thought process of refs is it, it is it's. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say it's also they reward like being under control. What you were talking about that scenario with James um, using that off arm mm-hmm. to keep his defender off him, they'll let that happen. It's when you extend the arm. Even it's if like he's actually pushing off. If you extend it, 
and Marcus Smart just goes back and don't fall. They don't call it. No. You know, and, and uh, it's just one of those. It's when he falls, it's, yeah. It's, it's the advantages. It's the advantages. Same thing when, you know, Greek the Freak, when he comes down, when he does Euros and he's traveling. Because you can't see it in real time, and you don't want to be the guy. Like, that's what I said. People are going to say, refs don't want to play defense, if you understand what I'm saying. They don't want to be a defender. And what that means is, Greek comes in and he does a nice Euro and I think it's a travel. I become the sixth defense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The ref don't want to be a defensive and, player. And by the way, the league doesn't want to slow down skill. Yeah. No, you just, you just offense. What I'm saying is you just don't want to be, you don't want to be that ref that's chop, chop, carry. You don't want to be that. That's not, that's not how to. Well, would you say this? Like the, the whole reason we're kind of talking about this is was the quote the other night when James was, they were playing San Antonio. He was at the free throw line, and a fan heckled him and said, no one wants to see fucking free throws. Mm-hmm. He chirped back. He said, no one wants to see fucking fouls. Mm-hmm. Would the, re- the, the officiating is set up to award offense, not award defense. When was it ever to award a defense? The game has never awarded defense. That's why I've always they, – they've never awarded defense. People just thought – that if I hack this shit out of this guy, call me a defensive player. You, you do. You're averaging five fouls a game. Mm. That means you played no defense. He didn't foul out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, if you do the if you do the numbers on all the greatest defenders, they're averaging one point six foul a games. 2.5. I mean, you got Dennis Robin at 3.1, Joe Dumars 1.4, Kobe 2.5, Jordan 2.6, Kawhi 2.7. Like the greatest, they, they don't foul. That's the point of defense. I can stop you without fouling you. So when the theory say, I'm going to put him on his ass if you try to come in here, so you're going to just foul me. Yeah, it's not defense. That's not defense. That's you're just gonna boo you on a body slam me. Ba- oh, bad boys. Yeah. Right. Who you gonna body slam me? Oh my god, he's a great defensive player. Like, yeah, that shit might work on fucking Mark Mark uh, Mark Price. You foul him now. He's scared to go back in there. That shit ain't working. Working on Westbrook and LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. They gonna keep coming. If you're gonna foul me, that means I shoot two free throws every single time you foul me. That means you only got six hits. Then you're out the game. Then you're out. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm in the penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what people don't understand. Like, if you have a guy who don't know how to control his fouling, a great offensive guy is going to take advantage of mm-hmm. it. But if there's a, a, let's say, a big clumsy defender or just a big, super, super big body, let's say Shaq. Mm-hmm. He wasn't clumsy, but, you know, you're not trying to get him to reach. You're trying to go into his body. You're trying to get, like, when I played, like, I never wanted to be Shaq's first foul. That shit hurt. <laughs> <laughs> His first foul, you didn't want to, you don't want to take no parts of that. Yeah, so, but, but, you got to remember, there's still chess. If Shaq doesn't have a first foul in the first six minutes, shit. All right, one, four flat. I got I to gotta get a foul on him. I need to get it. I you we cannot let Shaq play a first quarter with no fouls. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get two fouls in the first quarter. So in that second quarter, he gets a third. Now he got to stick the fuck down. 
Now you get to play a, a nice little game without shacking. And then in the fourth, in the third quarter, you know, you're trying to get a little four. You know, maybe Phil will pull his ass out early because he'll be scared that he's going to get a fifth. And if he gets a fifth, that means majority of that fourth quarter, you ain't going to see Shaq to about the four-minute mark. That's good. That's good. That's a good chance. You know, so you have to play the game like that. You know, but if Shaq got his first free throws, I'm trying to give him a second and third to get him out of the game. Mm -hmm. You know, so there is tactics to this game. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and I just don't think people people appreciate what anyone's doing. See, we're we're taking we're taking a game and we're trying to compare it into an era where you have a Michael Jordan. And he drew fouls too. No, you have a Michael Jordan and you have a Scottie Pippen. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you have a BJ Armstrong. Mm -hmm. No offense. Now, this BJ Armstrong is a Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. You had a. You had a. Who was that before? You have a Dennis Rodman, who's a brute player. Now that player's a Greek to freak. Mm -hmm. You know, so. All that's happened is elevation of these positions and talent. So now you don't have a guy who's sitting there trying to get three points and 12 assists. You have, you have a guy now trying to get 30 points and six assists. Well, I was going to say, actually, you know, that, that you talk about that evolution. So, like, a Scottie Pippen will say is like a Kawhi. But Scotty could score, but Kawhi has to be a more competent scorer. He has that mid-range package. Uh, I think Draymond translates to, like, Robin more. But Robin would have games, zero points, 28 rebounds. Yeah, that, 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 that doesn't exist. It's exi a role player, right. That doesn't, ex that doesn't exist anymore mm -hmm. because now you have – Everyone that's high level, right. everyone has 40-inch verticals, mm -hmm. everyone has skill and talent and this and this and this. And that's why when you hear players from the day talk about, you know, like there's only a few players that can transition from their era mm -hmm. to this era because they were freaks. Or they were ahead of their time. Which is freaks. You're, you're freakish. Mm -hmm. Like like a Tony, Co a, a Tony Kukoc. He was the first stretch four. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew what it was then. Mm -hmm. He was a stretch four back when there was no such thing as stretch four. Right. So he translates here because this is his era. Mm -hmm. He was, he was, you know, you got the Penny Hardaway. You got a six, seven, six, eight point guard with a 42 inch vertical. Mm -hmm. That still hasn't been duplicated. You know, so he translates. You know, you have players that translate to different areas. But for the most part, most of the greats can't. But that doesn't take away from their greatness. You were great in your area. You were the best when you played. There's no offense to that. You know what I mean? There's no offense. There's you can't be offended. That, it's just, that's that's like that's a rule for any sport. But that's what I'm saying. But players get offended yeah. when you say, hey, you you wouldn't be able to fucking can't stop. What are you talking about? Shut up. Like that, that's, that's, there's no offense, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you're 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 six one, a hundred sixty two pounds. I'm I'm six four two two twenty. With a thirty eight vertical. How many cat like skills? How many, I mean, how, 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 what was it? Thirty eight. Thirty eight. You know, I'm fast as you know. I was a track runner. Mm -hmm. Played football, so I wanted I want contact. Contact. Yeah, I think. You, that how are you gonna? Well, you, you, you average what four points? What are you gonna? 
Come on, you're not gonna stop me. I don't that's, care that's the thing. How about many all stars you made back in 1952? <laughs> what does that got to do with me now? It's come on, bro. They only had eight teams back then. But that's what I'm saying. It's just one of those things where you know we. As an older generation, you can't get offended. Well, I know our minds say, oh, I can stop him. Mm-hmm. But in reality, no, we can't. Yeah, Gil, you can stop a Westbrook. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can stop a Curry. No, I can't. I didn't, you know, like, they're playing pick and roll. They're running around. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was the guy that was, like, I had to guard, like, like Tony Parker, you know, 15, 17, you know, a young Chris Paul, you know. Um, um, they were pretty nice, actually, those yeah, guys. Chris but Paul, like, what but like a guy like a... Uh, was he going to give me 15? That was yeah, him. 10 assists. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Him passing the ball ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm. You know, so like those type of... I didn't have to guard a Curry. Trying, I was the guy. You weren't guarding a volume score. No, I, yeah, right. I was a guy. I was the only guy that was trying to give mm-hmm. you thirty at that position. Yeah, and I, I don't think a, a coach really would want that. That they don't want you to expend all that energy on defense and take away from your score. And I think that's an important thing too, is if you're an offensive superstar, shine in that. In yeah, that but role. that's what I'm saying. Back then, it takes a freak to be like. I think Jordan could do it in his prime. Jordan can do what? Play both ends. You know, dominate like before at the Pippen, shooting guard. At the shooting guard. Defensively. The, the 87, 88, those Jordans were guarding. You remember, at this at this point It was in Jordan time, and Dominique, straight up. At this point in time, the shooting guard is not the shooting guard of then. Remember, the shooting guard of then, you got the Reggie mm-hmm. Millers, these and I's. These guys right. are coming off double screen. No, now you're James Harden's just shooting. Mm-hmm. Now he wants to... He wants to dribble. Mm-hmm. He wants to bop, bop, bop. He don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, your, your, your Beals. More skilled. Your Beals. That's what I'm saying. I so, mean, you had some back in that era, you know, like a Dominique or uh, yeah, um, I mean, what, what Clyde was Do- Drex or something like that. Somebody like, like Dominique. What are you going to do in this era? You think you're going to go all right? Hey, you didn't know what a left hand was. Mm-hmm. You're going you, you to fake an in and out right. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what move you do. We know you're going to go right and you're going to jump off two feet. I think what Dominique has evolved to, like the modern version of that, would be like, um, like a Zach Levine or something like that. Vince Carter, no, with no, like no, even no, no, newer no, no, version. No, 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 no. Dominique was a two-footed jumper. So sure. with a two-footed jumper, you have to understand they have to be moving a certain way to power up off mm-hmm. two feet. He wasn't a one-foot like jumper. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, like a Donovan Mitchell. But Dominique didn't have jump shot. Dominique didn't have mid range. He would go for like sixty, though. I mean, but he, he had a mid range. He had a mid range. Not a mid, not a, not a, not a. But you know, the other thing that's important about that era too, those guys didn't come up with a three point line. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, so it was like, get Doctor J, just I'm, get to the basket. Yeah, but that's what I'm. That's my point. You can't say Compare, you can yeah. do something yeah. against guys. Like it's just <laughs> like I get. You know, it's like it's one of those things where you. You're just out of your element. Mm. You know, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. You're just, you're, you're, I'm bigger, mm. I'm stronger, I'm faster. It's but the just, point is, no matter who you were and no matter what area you were in, if you were great in that era, yeah, you, you were, figured out the game. You fi- and that's that, what it and is. That's the game's going to evolve. The game's going to change physically, whatever that is, evolutionary, but it, it, it's going to evolve. And I think, and I think the media is doing a bad job pushing out the narrative of how great the game and how great these players are playing mm-hmm. because you're not understanding the beauty of the of the game and mm-hmm. so they they give you how 
great bird was of being technical and faking people. They'll give you how great Magic Johnson's vision was. You know, finding people, doing... But they won't say, hey, have you noticed... I, I know we want to yell at Kyrie Irving and say, oh, he's... Look at him. The team's better without him. But not understand what his gift is. Kyrie Irving's gift is this. He's a coach's dream. When coaches say, hey, play every possession like it's the last possession. Control the tempo. Be poised. I don't want no dumbass shots. Your coach says it. But when a guy is actually doing it, yeah, don't respect it. See, Kyrie plays the game, and the reason it kind of affects the team is because he plays the game like it's the playoffs. Every possession counts. So there's no wild possessions coming and we're just going to be chucking, 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 chucking. No, no, no. Every possession counts. We're going to isolate them. We're going to milk it. And that's why his game from the playoffs to regular season does not take a dip. Because that's how he plays the game. He plays the game as if every shot counts. That's why you can't rattle him. Because while you're practicing your three, two, one, 82 games of regular season, every posi- every play he's done did during that 80 has been three, two, one. It's been calculated. You know, so when you take that and you like, dang, I don't, you don't even respect that type of the game. You don't respect what James Harden is doing. You damn sure didn't respect what fucking Westbrook did. Mm -mm. And then you'd be like, oh my God, everyone beat like Greek. Oh, oh, you mean just just drive to the lane and dunk? (laughs) Just dunk, just dunk, dunk. (laughs) Let me Euro dunk, let me spin dunk. We're just going to dunk, 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 dunk. And then, woo. This is the greatest basketball player. Like, it's one of those things that they'll be yelling at in a minute. Mm-hmm. If Greek the Freak right now loses two players that makes the team win, suffer, he starts averaging 38. Oh, yeah. Can he do anything besides dunk the ball? This is so boring. I don't, I don't, like, <laughs> I don't like a guy out there trying to score 40. That's just boring. Mm-hmm. Like, What? Wait a minute, yeah, wait a minute. You, you, you're telling me a team just scored 158 points and, and, and you're bored. Well, then go down to San Antonio and, and, and watch an 82 to 84 game <laughs> and see how excited you look. So well there. Yeah, let's see how excited but, you look. You know what I think of like the, the, the conclusion here is, is that I don't think we really appreciate greatness until it's over. No, listen. You look back at it, it's like, oh man, he was really special. But in the moment, we do, it's not familiar. We don't really. It's all. It's all new. It's not. It's it's a it's a different time. Of, media. And. The time is those guys, they love the game, you can see it. 
Those guys love it. They love watching it. But if you, you go out there and you have Shannon Sharp cheering for LeBron, and he did that for every player, you're like, hey, hold on, come on. We, come on, we need somebody to be negative here. <laughs> we need, we, everybody can't be great. They don't they, it, create conflict, you know, so you're, yeah. you're creating conflict for you to talk about something. That's where that's where media has came to today. You're creating fake narrative just for fucking talking points. Just just to, just to have a fucking conversation. Well, if you got to do that, motherfucker, then you're on TV too much. How about that? Dial down how much time you are spending on TV. Maybe you don't need to do your show every day. Maybe do this shit every three days. Because the fact that you got to create fake near, hey, uh, it's, it's Anthony Davis and LeBron James really getting along. Like, are they really getting that, along? That, honestly, do they really a, like each other? That's a played other? out narrative. Always like, just, like, oh, they don't get along right yeah, now. Yeah, so oh, now trauma, the whole media and this and this, and now you get to ask stupid questions. Yeah. Hey, dude, LeBron James and, like, what? You just made that shit up, bro. Like, the Tom Brady one. They lost the second game, you know, oh, Tom, Tom Brady needs to retire. He's washed, yeah. He's, what? You're just, you just had them number one, jackasses. <laughs> you just had them number one. I mean, look, look, LeBron, LeBron this season, wash LeBron, whatever the hashtag is. Like, let's, let's slow down. That's what I'm saying. They're he was stupid. injured last year. And, new and, 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 and he was injured last year and still what he averaged. And like 28. Yeah. And, 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 this, and this is the stupidest narrative. But now this year you add AD. You have, you know, Dwight. You have all Can these. you look up Michael Jordan real quick? Uh, yeah. Just look at Michael Jordan. Okay. What do you want to know? Just look at. Yeah, just, got him. What do you want to know? Uh, when did he win his last championship? 1998. What was the age? 36. 34. 34. How much did he average? 28.7. 28.7. Mm-hmm. So that means he was 24 when his season started in 25. Wait a minute. 30, 33, I mean, 30, 34. 34 and turned 35 during the season. 30, yeah. Four, yeah. He would have been 34. Yep, 35 by the end, by the finals. Yeah. Okay. So, say it again. 28.7. LeBron. 28, yeah. 28.7 by the age of 35. Mm-hmm. Did they say Jordan was washed? No. No. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. See, you look at... His years, but you don't look at his age. Oh, he's in year 18, 17. Yeah, but he's only 34. He's only 35. Jordan was MVP and winning the championship at that age. Dominating at that age. Mm -hmm. Who cares about the year? It's the age. No one pays attention to the age. The age is the most important part of it. So if you take LeBron's draft class, most of those guys were just older. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got retired because they're, they're retired. They're 37, 38. But if you take his high school class, that's Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. He's still playing. <laughs> you take his high school class, those guys are still playing. They're only 35 years old. So the narrative, oh, he's washed. No, he's 35. You didn't call Jordan washed at 35 because he was still the man. Stop using it the year 18. 
He came in so early that he has a four-year jump start on half the league. The game evolved to the point where these guys are tapping mm -hmm. into something that we didn't tap into. You know, I, I seen Jordan. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, Kobe. Mm -hmm. I tapped into what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. These guys seeing what he did, what I did, they tapping into that and making it better. Mm -hmm. Someone's going to watch James Harden. They're going to tap learn, into that learn better. Each generation. Yeah, they're going to learn. The You're going to, I mean, records are going to be broke. The talent is just getting better. You know, but I don't think as fans, we're evolving with the talent. We're used to the old. You yeah, oh. Get, get ready for the new. And, um, you know, this is on another note. Um, New York. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Mm -hmm. And I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say it. You're gonna hate me for it because this is tying into evolving. Okay. Fucking evolved. Evolved. You fucking the whole New York fan base of the New York Knicks is stuck back in nineteen fucking eighty. It the is New Yorkers are very stubborn people, very proud yeah, and, and people, it show, very it set show, in their ways. It shows from the talent. Mm -hmm. And this is what New York does not understand. Nobody wants to play for you because you're the worst fan base in basketball. And this is why. If your team will rather play on the road because they're more comfortable, that means it says something about your home experience. Mm -hmm. See, the fact that you boo your own, your own team sets mm -hmm. an example for future mm -hmm. players to ever come there. No one wants to get booed at home. You got to remember, crowds, great fans will teams to victory. Well, we talked about this at ComplexCon. First of all, it's the ownership. That's the no, it's the fans. But no, the fans. No, the no, fans no, double no, down. No, when no, they're, listen, no, when they're, they're, you no. think about New York. We talked when about When you're this. down by 10, they fucking boo you. Now you're down by 20. It's 20. I gave up. Yeah. You're booing me. Like, what, what is this? You boo, you're booing us. We're giving up. The See, thing is, the opposite. They love you, though, when you're great. Think, yeah. think about the garden when it's electric. Okay, like, listen, listen. Prime, mellow. How many it's been a while. It's been a while. How many games... Does Golden State start off down? A lot. They started off the great Golden State. And worst record. Uh, injuries. No, no, not record. this Golden State. Fuck this Golden State. We're talking about the, the two championships, the 73 Golden State. Okay. They didn't always start off the game hot. Yeah. They did not always start off on fire. Yeah. They'll be down 5, 10, 15. And what did the crowd do? They didn't fucking boo. <laughs> And make it worse. Well, they knew they knew where they were going to get I'm saying the is rhythm. They didn't boo to make it worse. Booing makes it worse. Like if your if your child is sad and you're yelling at him, I'm pretty sure his smile is not going to go in his fucking face. <laughs> so no, no not what at all. what Golden State fans and the other 29 fans do? They stand up, they start cheering their team on. What does that do to a human being? Makes oh, you better. shit, let's go. Right. The crowd is here. We at home. Let's get this shit going. And then the comeback comes. That's why the Currys and them can shoot lights out. And the crowd is so vibing. It's the hype. Mm -hmm. It's the invisibleness. Mm -hmm. When I'm at home, 
That's why home teams have the advantage because the home crowd is backing them. Good the advice. energy. If I'm if I'm missing my five shots and you're just go do do put me in do, like yo you you feel yeah like when 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 um, they was cheering up for Melo, we want Melo. We He's like yo yeah. you amp up. You amp, it's a, it's a fucking shot. You amp, you amp me. Now when I go in, my energy is there. I'm going, let's go. Now that crowd is, that's what a home crowd is. Mm-hmm. So when you are a crowd that boos, because you got to remember, there's 41 road games, there's 41 home games, and you're booing 32 of them because most likely at some point, you're going to be down by 5 to 10. There's going to be a lull in the game. So that means you could, you're booing 32 of your home games. The chances of you winning become slim mm-hmm. because you're not amping your team up. The, 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 the team plays to the energy of the crowd. Players play to the energy of the crowd. There's, there's, there's not a lot of Westbrooks out there. That, can, that, that just says, fuck all that. I don't give a fuck what. Y'all can boo it, shit. I, yeah. There's not a lot of that Kobe's. Shit, that shit hurts. There's not, a lot of, hurt. there's not a lot of Kobe's where mm-hmm. they say, I don't care. Y'all can boo me all you want. I'm going to go out here and kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody getting f- finger. I'm at <laughs> home, everybody. I'm. It's me against everybody. Yep. There's not a lot of those. Booing on the road. When you boo on the road, you're booing me because I'm fucking good. I'm. That's where the boos help you. You got to remember. If. If I go to Chicago or uh, Cleveland, they're booing me because I'm a fucking threat. I'm a threat to their it's a sign win. Of respect. Yes, I'm. I'm a threat to you. What What Toronto did with Kevin. With uh, when Kevin uh, Durant got hurt, they started cheering. Mm. That's a sign. He was a threat to them. Yeah, it was fucked up. But no, yeah, no, they, no. They it was a threat. It showed. It was a threat. They were happy. They mm. got a better chance to win. So when you're a crowd and you're sitting there and you're booing, your chances of winning is down. The team that's playing against you, those guys are saying, yo, this crowd is fucked up, yo. Yeah, it's a wrap. I don't I would never come here. Mm. I would never come. I, like, I'm never going to. You, you're talking about the mecca of basketball and nobody wants to touch that arena. Mm-hmm. They don't want to touch that you, they the fan base, you're only hurting yourself. They offered Mike Miller $56 million. That motherfucker said, no, thank you. I'm going to go down to Miami. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you have the greatest arena. You have the greatest fans when you're winning. But again, you only do it if you're winning. That's not great fans. Great fans win games. What happened to the fucking... What happened to those fans that think they're the reason the team won? Because they done did the whole little ritual. They did this. They cheered a certain way. They sat in a certain seat. They drunk enough water or enough beer. Where's the? What happened to those fucking fans? Where Not, not in New York at the moment. Where they are there mm-hmm. to support die their hard. team. That's what they call They're diehard die support fans. fans where there's no boo. I'm not, why am I going to help the other team? I'm not here to help the. I'm not here to fucking help the other team. I'm gonna boo my team. Them motherfuckers over there laughing, dunking, and shooting threes. And my no, mm-hmm. that's not what this shit is. I'm supposed to. The New York fans is like an op. <laughs> They're your op. Mm-hmm. 
They're the New York Knicks ops. The, uh, the fans, it's like, your be- it's like your best friend who's technically your enemy. Mm-hmm. He don't want to see you do great. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you're doing great, yeah, you know, he's with you, baby. Yeah, let's party together. Fair way. And if you, and if, hey, and if you ain't winning and you ain't doing nothing, like, nah, I'm cool on him. Tell all your secrets and shit. That's, that's, that's their fan base. Like, and it goes to the broadcasters, too. The New York fans, those broadcasters, the Stephen A's and the Michael Rappaport's, yo, you, those are your, that's your team. That's your team. Why would you say any negative thing about your team? You never, I don't give a shit if Penny Hardaway lost every game as a coach. He's the greatest coach on earth. He's the greatest player. I would never say, I would never say nothing bad about my, the, my guy. You love him. No way. There's a, that's, that's, you don't do that. That's like, like it's a bad, it's, it's a bad thing. You saying, oh, how come I'm so sick of the New York Knicks? Oh, you just pushed that out in front of the world. So all your fans are sick of the New York <laughs> Knicks too. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Now that means all these young youths know one place not to play, New York Knicks. You're not helping the future. No, you just like it's it's just I just never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when Fizdale get fired, like I just yeah. I just see nothing like you. Every draft pick, you boo. It's like they only get worse, they only go another rung down the ladder. Yeah, because that's How what I'm saying. It's, it's it's one of those things where I work my ass off of this game and the worst thing that I want is my own group. You gotta think of it as friends. Mm-hmm. Imagine you being a singer. Or a rapper, and the people in your entourage is booing you when you perform. I mean, really think about that. You start off to a rock, rocky, <clears throat> you know, you got your little, your dance moves ain't kicking in very well, you know, at the at the beginning, and then motherfuckers in the back like, oh, hey man, cut her off, man, she's terrible tonight. Boo! Yo, yo, damn, I don't even want to be. What the fuck, I need to be out right. here for? <laughs> Yo, when, hey, coach, when we go on the road, man, shit, let's just have all road games. Fuck all this home shit. That's how, that's how, that's how they actually think. I mean, well, do we have to play 41 at home? Like, man, it's like the only way we're going to play at home is, hey, can y'all give us a 10-point lead so these motherfuckers start cheering for us? <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's literally, that's literally how the fan base is and how the players think. It's just, it's just one big negative environment. So let's give the fans this. No. Right. No, no, no. Let's get a couple takeaways. Take okay. takeaways. Okay. Is don't be your team's op. Okay. That, don't be first, your first team's all, worst enemy. Don't be the, your team's op worst enemy. Okay. Appreciate the work. Enjoy the results. And don't be fair weather. Be a diehard. Yeah, you'll, die, get, that, you'll get better that, results out of that. You'll love the game. You gotta remember, like right now. Right now. New York. I'm, I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you what what fans, what a great fan looks like okay what a great fan looks like there's this this guy i named Kobe bryant right played for this team called the lakers Mm -hmm. and there's this guy named lebron james who played for cleveland kobe fans did not like lebron james at all lebron james fans did not like kobe at all Right? Right. LeBron James comes and put on a Laker uniform. Mm-hmm. 
There's Laker fans mm-hmm. and Kobe fans that will refuse to buy a ticket. <laughs> Kobe loyalists. <laughs> because their op has joined the team. And that is what a fan... Like, you are loyal. By all means. That's like, true fandom. Like, like, I don't know. Does football boo? Is there a yes, team out there? every sport boos. Yes. Your home team? Go to Cleveland right now. D- they boo their home fan. Yeah. That's exactly why they suck there. Ra- Raiders fans do, too. Give they boo that. their but home they're, team? They're leaving. They're going to Vegas. They, they, they boo their... The, Oakland fans don't boo their team. They Years past... Oh, they didn't boo. Sure. We were no, tore Oakland, terrible. Oakland Raiders. Raiders. Oh, I was going to say, Talk we were terrible. They never booed us. Yeah. We was jumping. Mm-hmm. We was jumping. Right. We was jumping. It's part of sports. There's ups no, and downs. No, no, There's no, 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 no. Home teams booing their, their team. There's only one organization that does that throughout the years, and it's the Knicks. Well, and, and, and it's if sad. you want to get better. When people say Dolan... Oh, Dolan's the problem ever since he took over. I looked at his payroll. Mm-hmm. Trust me, he's no Donald Sterling. <laughs> no, he's not. He ain't he ain't paying two, two, two million here, one million here, 50 cent there, and y'all get the fuck on. He ain't doing it. His payroll is going to be paying the wrong, paying the wrong guys. That ain't him. Management. That's what I'm saying. That's not him. Yeah. That's his management. Yeah. They don't know basketball. I guarantee you, if someone did a report a report on 30 general managers and presidents, a real report on the background before they got to that job, you would lose all respect for the game of basketball. Probably would. You look at and did the background check of all these guys who are general managers and presidents, you will be disgusted with the people who are making decisions on basketball. I heard a story of uh, <clears throat> one uh, president of basketball operation, basketball mm-hmm. operations president mm-hmm. and general manager got his job because his best friend, mom, was a high-up exec, and it gave him the job. Motherfucker worked at Kinko's management. <laughs> what the fuck? It's about who you know. Yeah, that's a, but that's a problem. <laughs> you like who you know. Work at what the fuck you know about picking a draft pick? Yeah, if I want my fucking paper straight, okay, I'll fucking yo, hey, 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 GM, hey, this this look good for the passport, brother. Like, what the fuck you know about the fucking pick though? But that's what I'm saying. Those. So if Dolan doesn't have the mindsets around his team. With this open wallet policy he has, yeah, you're not gonna have any. Just throw money hey, out the window. Yeah, but obviously, but that's the problem. Obviously, he doesn't care about money. But that frustrates fans. It's like we're paying yeah. you so much, you gotta produce, but you gotta win, all I know, that stuff. But, but think about what I'm saying. It's not like he's like everyone wants. Everyone wants to blame him. Oh, so ever since he bought the team, the team like. Whoa! Ever since he's bought the team, family, he's yeah. ever since he bought the team, his team has been in the luck. You know, they've been top two in expenses every year. You know, if we, I'm pretty sure if we add up the last twenty or ever since he's got the team, every team to see who spent the most money, I'm pretty sure it's him. 
they, whoever's making a decision on talent themselves just don't know basketball. That's it. You just don't know basketball. You know what I mean? Like even even the way they was running their team. You know, you got RJ at the two for what? Slow footed. He's methodical. Put his ass at the one, so he always has his speed. Dennis Smith Jr., you go to the mm-hmm. two. You know, it's you, you got to find a way to enheighten everyone's ability. Like like, like Dallas did with Luka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can put you slow ass at the two, and you will be all right. Or I can put you slow ass at the point, and you look a little faster, because now your attributes kick in because you're in this position. That's the same thing with RJ. Yeah, you're a two, but you would be a better point, a guy who's making decisions with the so ball. So what, what's, the, what's the solution for him, for the Knicks? Uh, it's, like, it's, it's like any other business. Um, uh, let me, let's see. Um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook, um, Twitter, whatever. What you do is make sure you have the smartest minds running your organization like you do your other jobs. So Microsoft, or I mean, um, Google or Facebook always does it every year. Hey, we want to see, we're going to give a million dollars, $10 million to anybody who can hack our, our system. All they're doing is finding new workers. See, instead of interviewing, I don't need to interview. I want to see your talent. Here's $10 million. Hack. Defense gets ready. Anyone who breaches, you're fucking hired. You're fucking fired. Well, in this situation, that's why they're so infatuated with Masai Ujiri. Bill Toronto. Okay, we'll take a guy that has proven he can do something, win a championship. Yeah. That's, that's what anybody, you do. But that's, yeah. uh, but that's anybody. You, you, and you, then he pays him. Like, like the Lakers, like the Lakers with their, their, their bench squad. The minds on the bench squad is amazing. You have basketball minds. You have basketball trainers. You have some of the best trainers, you know, when it comes to skill development on that, on that roster. So that team having success for the long haul is going to be impeccable. Mm-hmm. So when people say who's going to win a championship, when I look at the whole roster of everybody, the Lakers. The Lakers staff is just as great as the fucking team. You have a pin birthday. You have Phil. You you have you have um, you know Jason Kidd. You have Will, uh, Wilkins Woodson. Woodson. You, you have you you have great minds. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I I didn't even realize Tyrone Lou was over at the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Great addition. You know, you, you just sit there and you just And that and that's what it is. Good teams, good organizations. But but, but well run organizations, they but but they know how to find that. But advantage. if you're a real sports junkie, you you will understand the elements of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's what is not being pushed in media. It's mm-hmm. just like I, I personally sometimes don't like like it's no offense to them, but it's it's like when, you know, like when you have no, I don't even want to say it because I was like, when you have other sports announcing on something they've never played, you know, mm-hmm. it's, but you know, for the most part, most football players 
do play basketball. Mm -hmm. Basketball players do f play football. It's just one and the same. You know, so it's hard to make that, you know, it's that, I, I, I'm not going to say that one because that one's, that, that's, un, that's untrue. I was going to say, you know, like when football players announce basketball, they don't like, but they do because they play it. They play it in the summer. They played it in high school. You know, so they have basketball knowledge to understand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I appreciate it. That's it. You worked up a lather today. You brought a towel and everything. You no, came in hot. No, that was my workout. Hot. That was my workout. That was my workout towel. Okay. We know you're working out. Mm-hmm. That was my workout towel. Got my mamba hat on so I can stay mentally focused. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to go. I'm going to play Halo right now. No, no, no. I was going <laughs> to say, but you still get the shot. I mean, not Halo. I'm going to go play Fortnite. <laughs> but also bowling. The new passion for the winter. No, it's never been. It's not a new passion. I've, I've, I was always an animal. I just hurt my, hurt my knee. Uh, apparently. Just hurt my knee. A legend. Just hurt my knee. Back to it. Mm -hmm.